A mix of economic data caused confusion in the markets this week and well, equity traders especially suffer from not knowing where to go next on the back of the slower improvement in the latest inflation figures and the bitter sour manufacturing data across the US and obviously the increased odds of further Federal Reserve rate hikes. So some smart people now start betting on a no landing scenario, which to me is nothing but masking the ugly reality of higher federal rates to come. So welcome hard landers, soft landers and no landers. This is Swiss Goat's Daily Market Talk. So the equity marathon that kept going on for questionable reasons really since Tuesday ended in tears yesterday with the arrival of a new set of economic data from the US that kind of crashed the optimistic rhetoric of the earlier week which was a soft landing. And it's getting real confusing at this point because on Tuesday the CPI data showed that inflation in the US ticked higher on a monthly basis in January. And well, uh, inflation is less than expected on a yearly basis. And more precisely, well, the headline inflation in the US barely is on a yearly basis, to be honest with you. But the manufacturing data from various data points was encouraging in the US and the eye-popping 3% jump in the US retail sales gave some hope to investors that the economy is not slowing alarmingly even though the slowdown in inflation gives signs of sputtering right now. So equities rallied, bonds fell and the US dollar rebounded this week. And while yesterday the new set of data showed that the US producer price inflation rose more than expected on a monthly basis and that was both for the headline and the core inflation data and the core PPI is less than expected similar to what we saw in the CPI data on a yearly basis but the Fed manufacturing index was a disaster with an unexpected drop from minus 8.9 to minus 24.3 level and the expectation was a minus 7.4 print so that crush the idea that the US economy is strong without however fueling the Federal Reserve rate cut expectations as well the slowdown in inflation still needs to be addressed for some more time. And well of course comments from two Federal Reserve members were the last nails and the coffin yesterday. Loretta Master actually said that she would go for a 50 basis point hike if she had the right to vote in the latest FOMC meeting in February and James Pollard said that he would also back a 50 basis point hike in March if he could vote this year but happily for the equity pools both Master and Bullard don't vote this year but their non-voting status doesn't really make their comments sound any less scary apparently and as a result well the odds for a 50 basis point hike at the March meeting from the FOMC now stand around 18% whereas this probability was just around 9% at the start of this week before all the inflation data. Money markets see the Fed funds rate climb to 5.24% compared to around 4.90% just 
two weeks ago. Well, we are not yet around the 6% mark that City predicts, for example, but we are getting there slowly. So the Treasury yields extend their advance right now on the back of the stronger than expected inflation figures released this week and way softer than expected Fed manufacturing index. So the U.S. two-year yield now consolidates a touch below the 4.70% mark, while the 10-year yield hit the 3.90% level for the first time this year. And this destroys the scenario where bonds would look better this year, partly on easing inflation and partly on an eventual Federal Reserve rate cut that's obviously probably not happening with the uh, current inflation data. And an analyst at JP Morgan said about all of us who were thinking that it would be a great year for the bond markets, well, she said that the last time uh, she heard so many influential people saying something was going to be great was the fire festival. So no, bonds are not recovering well, and now equities are also under the pressure of the weak Fed data. The S&P 500 gave back nearly 1.40% at yesterday's trading session, while the more rate-sensitive Nasdaq fell nearly 2%. U.S. futures hint at a further sell-off today before the weekly closing bell, as in the absence of further important data this week, well, investors will have to digest the week's mixed data. And, well, the bad news is that the European stock traders will also have to think and rethink whether a further rally in the European stock markets make sense when the, the euro dollar is trending lower at the current market environment because the euro dollar extended losses to 106.30 level on the back of a broadly strong US dollar and well the dollar yen rallied past the 134.80 level in Japan today despite the news that the Bank of Japan's next move under the leadership of the new governor Ueda would be to scrap the nonsense yield curve control policy and start tightening rates by July. So the 135-137 range in the dollar-yen, which includes a psychological mark, the major 38.2% Fibonacci retracement, and the 200-day moving average could actually be interesting top-selling levels for those who bet that the Japanese bankers will finally come back to their senses. Now, zooming out, as I say, the strong US dollar is the major responsible for the most effect moves right now across the board. The US dollar index cleared the 104 resistance, which was the minor 23.6% Fibonacci retracement on September to February sell-off and stepped back into the long-term bullish trend, while gold fell to $18.23 per ounce level on the back of the higher US yields that obviously increased the opportunity cost of holding the non-interest-bearing gold and, well, obviously, the stronger U.S. dollar. Now, well, the rising tensions between U.S. and China somehow helped gold eke out some gains yesterday, especially after Beijing said that they were now banning Lockheed Martin and Raytheon for selling arms to Taiwan. And remember, Raytheon arms were also used to shoot down the Chinese spy balloon last week if if it was a spy balloon, of course, because a couple of other balloons that were flying in the US and that have been downed after the first one were obviously not for spying purposes, apparently. But anyway, 
happily for all of us who obviously don't want to see more geopolitical tensions around the world, but unhappily for all of those uh, traders who have a long position in gold. Well, the U.S. President Joe Biden said that he intends to speak with the Chinese President Xi Jinping about the whole balloon tragedy. We will see if it helps, but for now, gold is headed lower and the next key support uh, stands at the $18.14 per ounce mark, which is the major 38.2% Fibonacci retracement on the November to February rebound. And while well, slipping below this level will send the precious metal into the medium term bearish consolidation zone with obviously a higher prospect of a deeper dive. And in cryptocurrencies, well, Bitcoin is after hitting the $25,000 mark yesterday. We noticed a significant fall in correlation between Bitcoin and the Nasdaq 100 stocks lately, which could spare Bitcoin from a further sell-off if things get uglier in the traditional equity markets. But will things get uglier is yet to be seen because we have seen evidence and a strong evidence of a very, very strong optimism in the markets over the past few weeks since the start of this week. And no one and no data has been able to hammer that optimism. And while that optimism even gave birth to the new concept of no lending at the start of this year, because before last year, for example, we were discussing about the possibility of two options, two scenarios scenarios as a result of a heavy Federal Reserve policy tightening. First is the hard lending, which is the scenario where the Federal Reserve must push the US economy into recession to slow down inflation toward the 2% target. And the other is, well, soft lending, the scenario where inflation slows without, however, pushing the US economy into recession. So this is also called the Goldilocks scenario. Now, here is a third one. And that's the no landing option, which is brand new. And that no landing is inflation remains high, but the economy remains strong as well. And unfortunately, for all the optimistic people out there, it's as realistic as no landing scenario in a commercial plane, because at some point there is no more fuel and you still have to land. Because if both the economy and the US inflation are strong, well, that means that the Federal Reserve will continue raising the interest rates until the economic strength gives in and inflation slows. And rising the Federal Reserve rates will mathematically hit the equity valuation. So that no landing scenario is nothing more than wishful thinking to me. So this is all for this week. I'm Ipeko Skardeshkaya and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your messages. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual. And follow us on Instagram, on Twitter and on LinkedIn for regular market updates and subscribe of course to our youtube channel for daily market comments i will meet you again next week and until then good day trading and have a lovely weekend